passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors is everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I just want to start off with the latest. Can you just take us through a little bit about how today is going for you and how things have changed over the past 24 hours for yourself and by extension, high spots? Well, we're in the middle of giving refunds to everybody. So, you know, that's, uh, it's kind of rough because although we've had a lot of good news in the last 24 hours with uh, Marriott no longer holding us legally responsible for that six figure, um, Debt. The uh, you know the the fact of the matter is is right now I have I don't have one penny returned back from all the money that I've laid out for the convention. Not one penny has been returned. We've had promises to have it returned, but in the meantime, I'm refunding each and every single ticket order that has come in. So, short term, it's going to be a strain, but long term, at least the uh, the news is much better than it was last week. So, as we're speaking right now, which is on on Wednesday afternoon. It's more money going out and still nothing coming in. That's right, and you you know you have to understand sometimes when you're dealing with bigger businesses that you know they have accounting departments and we are probably a blip on their radar. So, for example, you know the bus company told us yesterday uh, we're not going to be responsible primarily because of the governor's response saying you can't have more than twenty people. Kind of makes it impossible to put 54 people on a passenger bus. So they they conceded after initially not conceding that they would have to um, fully refund us because the scope of the contract obviously couldn't be met on their end. But they did say it's going to take 120 days for a refund. So, you know, hopefully in four months I'll be whole. But uh, right now that, that doesn't help. Uh, same with uh, Steinbrenner Field. You know, we paid a rental fee to use their amazing facility. Uh, they've been completely impacted by you know the cancellation of Major League Baseball and all the events that were holding being held at, at their field and like like so many other vendors and guests that I'm sure were using their stadium they're they're giving a lot of refunds right now a lot of ticket holders that had Yankee Spring ticket uh, tickets they're they're refunding all those so we're in line uh, could could like uh, a lot of other things be 120 days uh, I guess the last. The last step that we're looking at is uh, getting a refund from the live events place. I, I don't think they're going to give us much of a of a fight now that you know, the decree is you can't have more than 20 people in a building. I mean, obviously we had uh, plans to have more than 20 people at our live events, and they're unable to accommodate it. So, you know, again, I'm sure we're going to get a refund, but you know, they've had every single concert that was planned for the last couple of weeks and everyone probably coming up for the next couple of months canceled. So all these, all these businesses are impacted as we are. And, uh, you know, we're just going to have to work through it, you know, case by case. Is 120 days kind of the ballpark figure that the, uh, the Marriott has also given you, or is there no time frame at the moment? So the, so the Marriott is a little different. The Marriott doesn't have our actual cash. So the Marriott was a contract where we 
we we ventured into a contract that said, hey, if you give our guest this rate, we promise to fill up your hotel. So it was a kind of a, a mutual beneficial exchange. It's the same type of scenario we do each and every year at WrestleCon, where we try to negotiate a good rate for our guests in a hotel that's very close to our events. It's just it's just nice. It's it's nice to have everybody under one roof. It's nice for them to interact with the wrestlers that we house there. It's just kind of a, a fun atmosphere. So we did that. We had a rate of 199, where if you look at until all this stuff just happened, 199 was a fantastic rate for a Marriott hotel in Tampa during WrestleMania weekend. And I think this same hotel was selling rooms outside of the block for 450 at some point. So, you know, we felt it was a good deal. It was a good deal for the Marriott because they had a guaranteed basically full house. And uh, when when all this kind of fell apart, they were just trying to hold to us to the contract. And they uh, initially, before the number that I released online, the, the, the number was about double that because they wanted us to pay for each and every room, not just for their damages, which were the profits that they estimated to lose. So once we got them down to estimated losses, which were you know still a six-figure income, uh, we, we kind of knew that we were getting closer to, to getting a reasonable settlement considering what was going on. We were just honestly waiting for something in Florida to come official from either the governor or local authorities basically banning the events that you know inevitably everywhere has, has uh, had those mandates. And Florida just seemed to be one of, one of the very last people to do it. When it comes to WrestleCon and the, the associated uh, events, was – was insurance something that was in place here, and is that another aspect that you're dealing with uh, throughout all of this? For us, the insurance wasn't a factor. Uh, if you read what was going on with South by Southwest, apparently even most of the event insurance policies specifically don't cover pandemics. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if we would have been in a situation where we had insurance if this would have been covered. It's certainly something that I'm going to look at for future events. Uh, but you know, this is just a situation that I don't think anybody could have could rightfully have, have uh, planned for. And I don't know of any case right now where people bought insurance that this will cover it. I'm not sure whatever WWE purchased will will cover the losses that they'll inevitably sustain. You mentioned their future events. This is not going to deter you from at some point when we, whenever normalcy returns. This is something that you do plan to continue in future years. Well, <laughs> you know, it's a good thing that I have already signed a contract for Los Angeles, which I did about two weeks ago, uh, because quite honestly, if I had not, I probably would have evaluated the decision to continue forward with this. This is certainly intended to be a profitable venture, but for the most part, you know, with all the staff that we have to bring there and house and, and everything, it, it really does become uh, very much relative to the work that goes into it, a labor of love. You know, my staff loves WrestleMania week. I love WrestleMania week. We love being around the wrestling fans. We love meeting all the promoters that we don't get a chance to interact with throughout the year. The wrestlers that we, you know, very rarely get to interact with. We're, we're WWE fans. Uh, you know, certainly we criticize the product when, when it deserves to be criticized, but you know, WrestleMania is an event that it's a destination event that we, we still love to go to. And the, you know, WrestleMania week for us, WrestleCon week for us, however you want to term it, is you know, it's it's just something that if you're in the wrestling business, we feel like this is just a place that everybody goes and congregates. I'm not saying that someone else might not replace it with something 
different in the future, but right now this is if you're in the wrestling business, you, you you're a part of it. If we had been talking on on Sunday night before the location change for for WrestleMania, what was the outcome you were most hoping for, and where would where would your spirits have been Sunday night before you know the next couple of days were about to unfold for yourself? I think best case scenario would have been a postponement. They would have stayed in Tampa. And we could have postponed to a later date, but I completely agree with the decision that WWE made. It's it's very difficult considering the day-to-day changes that we're seeing for them to to plan anything in a near future. And you know, I, I, at first, I think the first rumor that we heard was in September, and we were pretty excited about that because I thought that was enough time to get over uh, the pandemic and then also enough time for a lot of people to recover financially to maybe get back out and take a vacation. Certainly, if the airlines were going to credit travel and the hotels were going to credit things that September looked like a great uh, makeup date. But then I heard a rumor about June, and I was like, you know what, if this thing's in June, I started talking to my partners, and New Japan has the best of the Super Juniors final on that day. Tokyo mm-hmm. Joshi, uh, who's owned by DDT, uh, has their biggest show of the year on June 7th in Japan. Uh, it's headlined by the return of Kenny Omega, who happened to be one of our primary guests. So, you know, you start looking at all the pieces that we've assembled over the last year to kind of make WrestleCon what it is, and the pieces just weren't there. Uh, got very, very discouraged about the idea of not only putting together an event that wasn't up to the caliber that I wanted it to be, but also, you know, in June 7th, even even if this thing goes away in two or three weeks, which I think people are now facing the reality that it's not, the the financial devastation that it's going to cause to the people that, that would be attending this event, I, I don't think is going to go away by June 7th. So I'm glad that that didn't come to fruition. I, you know, it would, probably would not have been uh, feasible for us to reschedule for that particular date, but it is what it is. You know, we're just going to, we're going to look forward to uh, Los Angeles and, and I, I, not to the same degree, but we did this, we've done this for a couple of years and then San Jose, it was an unmitigated disaster for us. It was a just devastating financial loss. It was a complete waste of all the resources that we had put into it. And then the following year in Dallas, it turned out to be our single best year. So I hope that, you know, a lot of the people that weren't able to do WrestleMania week, you know, when they they realize what it is they're losing and not just taking it for granted, it's more than just seeing WrestleMania. It's it's about being around all the other wrestling fans that they probably only get to interact with on social media. Uh, that they'll, they'll want to they'll wanna make Los Angeles a destination. Do you get the sense from other promoters that maybe you've been in contact with the few uh, the last couple of days that WrestleMania week, it's, it's high risk, but high reward. It's very lucrative for all of these companies. Do you feel a lot of them, they're going to be very risk averse when it comes to the next WrestleMania weekend, that maybe it's going to be a week that they s- stand out? Or like, give me a sense, you know, it's impossible to guess at this point, what a WrestleMania week will look like a year from now. It certainly is hard, but I want to back up and high risk, high reward is, is an interesting term because with all the live events that happen, I don't think there's there, there was going to be a lot of high rewards. Certainly the premier events, you know, the Joey Janela spring breaks, the blood sports, you know, our super show, those things, because we've been around a while and I'll, I'll even say ring of honor, even though I know their tickets were a little off, you know, those events, because they're established and they have they have a following, 
the, the, those I think were fine, but all these other uh, niche events, you know, the including many of ours, uh, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the shows, the the I, I forget the term that we use a lot of times, but the stick shows that are, you know, just like like uh, the Joey Ryan penis party or the Ethan Page body guy extravaganza, the ones that are kind of like a, a tongue-in-cheek show. Those, those were not doing great in Tampa, and I think part of it is because of the oversaturation of the live events that were there. So, the, you know, there's not there's not this great reward on a promoter end like you would think. And where there is a great reward is, and, and this is who I feel the most, pain for is these independent wrestlers that what they make in a given weekend down there is probably six months of regular bookings and not not only is it great for them financially but you know people judge the matches that that they have that weekend and i think there's a lot of guys that really elevate their stature from that weekend alone and it carries them you know further up the independent chain going forward and then probably putting eyeballs on them for these companies that are issuing these contracts that make life very comfortable. I just have a two last things. I really appreciate the, the time here, Mike. Um, but, but before, remiss- before I interrupt you, because yep. your other question on that was about how I think it'll impact Los Angeles. Yes. I think it's too early to say. I, I do. I think that Los Angeles could be significantly impacted the longer that this hap- this this downturn in the economy which we're seeing right now the longer it happens i think it's going to have a ripple effect but i i still think that there's uh you know lots of groups even on the west coast that probably will get involved to replace the groups on the east coast that were involved this year so i don't think much is going to change quite honestly unless we see a uh, longer lasting economic impact than than i think anyone's expecting right now I know you guys mentioned that the whole social media backing that you received, which was extraordinary the last few days, didn't play a part in uh, the Marriott's uh, decision to reverse course. But uh, well, personally, well, I, I didn't say it. I, I had to make a statement repeating that they didn't factor that into yes. their decision making. I, I don't believe or did not say that it did not have an impact. Yeah, and that that's good to clarify because I, I don't think that that could have been a non-factor in all of this because it was overwhelming. And for yourself doing this as long as you have, um, how, how much did that mean to you to see some of these figures in the industry, some heavyweights that were weighing in? And really, this was not about uh, any kind of promotional borders or anything. Everybody felt the the extreme pressure that you were under. It is. I, I, I have not had <laughs> this many eyeballs on what we do for a long time. I had a lot of not only people reach out through social media, but I had a lot of texts from friends that are now in you know higher up places that I haven't talked to in months that sent me encouraging notes, and you know I appreciated all that support. It's it's been difficult, and you know it's not just it's not just what we lost that weekend. You know there's there's the collective and there's Wrestle Expo that they've had to postpone their events. And uh, they you know I, honestly I'm not and I'm not speaking for them. I just don't think they're in a position to give 100% refunds right now. And and I totally understand that. And as I explained, you know, like there's a lot of money that's out on the front end that, 
you know, you, you don't get back until that weekend. And it, it, the timing of this couldn't have been any worse. Uh, this is devastating for us financially, even in the short term, to, to be totally honest with you. I took a $200,000 loan out just to, just to fund the refunds. Uh, you know, so that time people aren't waiting 120 days like, like I am to hopefully get paid back. I didn't want to put, I didn't want to put my patrons through that. It's, it's not fair. I, I understand their frustration. Uh, I understand that a lot of those guys, a lot of, a lot of people are international fans that are, they're going to be suffering too. A lot of people don't have jobs right now or ways to make some income. And I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to be the, one of the reasons why they were in a, in a poor position. The last thing is uh, you did mention as well, uh, the Ritz that you were dealing with. What is the latest there? And just uh, an overall message you have for um, those that are out there um, just to convey kind of the, what you're going through right now, because I think a, a lot of people have uh, sympathy and understanding because you've been very transparent throughout uh, an, a crisis. I think we can safely assume like that is the best label for this. The, the Ritz is the last group that I have not addressed in terms of what we're going to do moving forward. That being said, I, I don't expect them to give me a hard time. Uh, they've been, very, very uh, good to work with up until now. I think they just need to evaluate, you know, legally what they can and can't do. I think that uh, the person I was dealing with uh, wasn't the owner of the building, so she had to converse with with the owner and make sure that she doesn't do something that's contrary to what he wants to do. But the last correspondence I had with them was prior to the the governor of Florida's decision to limit to 20 people. And I think that if they, if they were in any way thinking of holding back a refund of the money, I think that that would be a compelling statement as to why they won't. That being said, I, I fully, fully expect that the return of the money from them is going to be very difficult because they are in the entertainment business where all the money they have is from bands and events like mine using their facility. And as I mentioned earlier, they're, they're, they're probably not going to have a single dollar coming in for several months. And it's, it's devastating for them. It's de- it was devastating for us. It's devastating for the, uh, independent wrestler that, uh, their, their only financial means is to do these shows that are obviously not happening. So if my message is, uh, the same message that I've been sending out through emails is if you're in a position, uh, as a customer, as someone who likes independent wrestling, if you're in a position to give, uh, please do. You know whether you want to support us as a company, if you want to support a wrestler uh, because you just happen to like that wrestler, if they if they tell you a story that strikes you, if you're in a position to give, this is whatever whatever you normally give. This is this time means more because uh, short term. Uh, everyone's going to be in a very painful situation, and I, I know there's a lot of businesses that are going to be impacted. So, certainly don't put don't put yourself out if you're if you're likely to be in an industry that's you know either either in the short or as the ripple effect going to be impacted by this. Don't you know take care of yourself first. But if you're in a position to take care of others, this is a great time to do it. Yeah, and uh, I'll add it in. If you have that income available and you're maybe at home, a lot of spare time. HighSpotsWrestlingNetwork.com is where people can uh, sign up. It's a fantastic streaming service. I'm a subscriber to it, and it's something that can obviously help during this time. And, Mike, uh, I just want to thank you for uh, taking some time out of your very busy schedule, and I think it really comes through that um, 
you know, your concern that goes beyond yourself right now to everybody else that's affected. And I think a lot of people uh, appreciate that sentiment and how uh, transparent you've been in this this whole thing. It's uh, affected everyone to varying degrees. And certainly, uh, I think people are, are rooting for high spots during what is obviously a very tumultuous time. So I just wanted to thank you again for uh, stopping by and chatting with us for a little well, bit with thank, an update. Thanks for thinking about us. And uh, I appreciate you letting us get our story out.